0: Hey guys, and welcome back to my channel, Stories in the Dark. We're going to be talking about the murder of Daniel McComb. Daniel was born Daniel James McComb on December 19th, 1989. He was an Australian boy who was abducted from the Sunshine Coast, Queensland, on December 7th, 2003, when he was only 13 years old. Eight years later, Brett Peter Cowan, born September 18, 1969, a former Sunshine Coast resident, was charged with Daniel's murder. In the same month, DNA tests confirmed bones in the glass house mountains were Daniel's. On March 13, 2014, Cowan was found guilty of the murder and was sentenced to life imprisonment. For indecently dealing with the child and interference with a court. Daniel was abducted from an unofficial bus stop under Keel Mountain road overpass in the Wombay district of the Sunshine Coast approximately two kilometers north of the Big Pineapple on Sunday December 7, 2003. Witnesses reported seeing Daniel at approximately 2.15 under the overpass. Daniel planned to catch the 1 13, sorry, 1.35 p.m. bus to the Sunshine Plaza Shopping Center for a haircut and to buy Christmas presents, but the bus had broken down. When a replacement bus eventually arrived, it did not stop because it was behind schedule and the stop was unofficial. The driver radioed the depot for another bus to go back and pick Daniel up. The driver and other witnesses later reported seeing two men near Daniel. When the second bus arrived three minutes later Daniel and the man were gone. Daniel's disappearance was one of the most extensively investigated crimes in Queensland's history. By December 12, 2008 rewards of $2,500 from the government and $7,500 donated privately had been offered. The private reward expired at midnight on May 31, 2009. That day, the Seven Network reported that a known pedophile, Douglas Jackway, could be of interest to the police. Jackway had been released from prison one month before Daniel's disappearance. The Queensland government came under criticism over Jackwee's release. Independent Queensland MP Peter Wellington claimed the Supreme Court had presented clear evidence of Jackwee's risk of reoffending. This publicity promoted evil, uh, sorry, civil liberties. Groups took call for law banning media outlets from naming people like linked to criminals and to criminal cases. Earlier in the month, a full-sized clay model of the man believed to be involved in Daniel's abduction was placed at the spot where he disappeared. Within a few days, more than 300 tips were received. In July 2009, Daniel's parents were called for a corneal inquest into his disappearance. Of particular interest to the family were. several criminals who had told police they knew who killed Daniel. A corneal inquest was held between October 2010 and April 2011. The inquest called as witnesses the bus driver who had failed to stop for Daniel at the overpass, a woman who had seen a man loitering near Daniel, and several persons of interest. On August 13, 2011, after an extensive Mr. Big Police operation, t- police took Brett Peter Cohen into custody and charged him with Daniel's murder, child stealing, deprivation of liberty, indecent treatment of a child under 16, interfering with a corpse and other offenses after having led uncovered detectives to Dana's remains. In 2006, Cohen had been interviewed over the Daniel case and had admitted to police that he traveled along Keel Mountain Road on the way to purchase marijuana from a drug dealer on the day of the disappearance. Cohen confessed to having seen and approached McCombi to offer him a lift to the shopping center, having parked his car in a nearby car park of the church he attended. Around this time, a white, Mishu-Bishu Pajero was seized from a property on Russell Island. mishu you know, you know what I mean. The vehicle was believed to have been involved in McCombs' abduction after a witness at the corneal inquest reported seeing a vehicle of similar description parked 100 meters north of the site where Daniel was last seen. On August 21, 2011, two shoes and three human bones were found at a search site at Glasshouse House Mountains. The shoes were similar to the ones that Daniel was wearing when he disappeared. Underpants and a belt were also found. However, Mercom also owned a distinctive fob-style po- pocket watch with Dan engraved on it which has not been found. By the end of the investigation, 17 bones had been found, including a rib, hip, leg, arm, and vertebrae. They were all confirmed as belonging to Daniel, using DNA from his toothbrush to make the match. As a result of the find, McCombie's funeral was held at Siena Catholic College on December 7, 2012. More than 2,000 people attended it. On February 17, on 7, 2014, Cohen was ordered to stand trial. He was charged with murder, indecency dealing with a child under the age of 16, and improperly dealing with a corpse. The trial at the Supreme Court of Queensland began on February 10, 2014, under Justice Rosslyn Atkinson. The prosecution closed its case on March 7. 116 witnesses gave evidence and over 200 exhibits were tendered in evidence. Cohen pleaded not guilty and declined to give evidence. On March 13, 2014, Cohen was found guilty of all charges. Cohen had two previous convictions for, sex, for child sex offenses. On March 14, 2014, he was sentenced to life in prison, but the possibility of parole after 20 years he was also sentenced to three and a half years imprisonment for indecently dealing with Daniel and two years for interfering with his courts those sentences to be served concurrently judge Roslyn Atkinson said I don't think he should be released in 20 years time which could affect Cohen's prison term Cohen appealed his sentence to the Queensland Court of Appeal under Justice Margaret McCurdo, seeking to have his conviction overturned. His legal team argued that the confession elicited through an uncovered sighting by police was inadmissible as evidence at trial. On May 21, 2015, Cohen's appeal was dismissed. The former Queensland Attorney General, Jared Belligi, had appealed to have Cohen's 20 years minimum sentence increased. That was also dismissed. The McCormie family started the Daniel McCormie Foundation and put its resources into keeping McCormie's disappearance in the public eye and trying to find out what happened to their son. The foundation is committed to educating children about personal safety and to aware to raise awareness throughout Australia of the dangers of predatory criminals. These efforts are supported by the Australian media, especially on each anniversary of Daniel's disappearance, when a Day for Daniel is held to promote awareness of the vulnerability of children. An accompanying event is the Ride for Daniel, which covers 50 kilometers of the Sunshine Coast each year since 2005. In 2015, Bruce McCormie spoke to the family of another missing child, William Tyrell, and warned them that psychics would descend on them with bizarre and offbeat distracting information. He called it distrusting and said that although they received hundreds of leads telling them that there was a shed or a water tank, none were of any help, but it still couldn't be ignored. In case... They included a disguised confession. Capturing data from CCTV and ATM cameras was more helpful, as once the police have a person of interest, it may be it help disprove an alibi. McCorm's advice was to remain positive. That's all you can do. The police will be working hard. They want to solve it as well. And that's the story of Daniel McCormick.